When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello there. Good afternoon. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Tickets for the Cat Video Festival. We would love it if you would join us on the night of August 8th. It's a great event. Not only is it very entertaining, but we do raise a lot of money for Feline Rescue. We'll have very uh, funny cat videos, fireworks, good food, $10 tickets, or if you want to spend a little bit more, get the $75 VIP tickets, which means you get air conditioning, just in case. We're on the warm side. Thank you, Donald. Okay, so last night in the clubhouse with Andy Cohen, he uh, had... um, Leslie Bibb, who is in the new movie The Tag, right? That opens just tomorrow tag. with tag. John Hamm, or is it just called Tag? Mm-hmm. And what's his name? Jeremy Ed? Renner. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. All kinds of cute guys, and it is based on a true story. It uh, is? These guys, yeah, that-, that had this endless tag. Game. Game. It is based on a true. I think it was on. It was, was on it? CBS Sunday Morning. That's where we saw the yep. story. We okay. meet the real guys from the tag, and it is getting um, good reviews. Chris didn't see it, so right. we didn't even ask him about it. But Leslie Bibb is in it, and she, we know her from she different was things. Popular. She's been in. She's good she's Christian from- Brit bitches. Oh yes, she was in that, and she's from North Dakota. Yeah, and she dates Sam. Rockwell. Yes. yes. She was on Entourage. Yeah, she's been mm-hmm. in like, you're like, oh, I love that actress. Yes. And people mix her up with Leslie Mann. Totally. Both <laughs> because they're tall blondes named Leslie. But and there's about a 10 year age difference, I think. Yeah, I think so. So uh, anyway, she told um, Andy that um, he asked her what she did when Sam got his Oscar. And she said, well, we just, you know, there's a lot of people that you talk to, you know, the press and all of that. And then you go to these different things, but we ended the night at Madonna's party, which yes. we've always heard is the basically if you win or you're very he very won famous. He won for Missouri, three billboards outside yeah. Ebbing, Missouri. But if you're okay. very famous or you win an Oscar, you will end up. That's the most exclusive party. It used to be Demi Moore and Madonna, and now it just seems like it's Madonna. But yep. it's at Guy O'Siri, her manager's house. Yes, I love how it's her party, but at her manager's yes, house. Yes, I know? do too. So she said, well, we end up at Madonna's party and he ended up dancing with Madonna. Mm-hmm. And 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 she said, and Sam is a really great dancer. Carol okay. Radswell said that. Oh yeah, and and Andy said though, but what what you know, what were you doing? She said, I was just watching. Mm-hmm. I was just watching, and he was just twirling Madonna. And maybe she was even shocked that um 
Madonna was like impressed at how good Sam right. was. Because remember how charming he was at backstage at the SAG Awards? Darling. We Darling. just like fell in love Darling. with him. He mm-hmm. is really got just a very, he seems like he would be a delightful boyfriend. Oh, they've been going out since 2007. Absolutely. Yeah. So here she is, though, telling another little story at the Madonna party of a little incident that happened with her. Question is for Leslie. Okay. I heard so you and your husband, Sam Rockwell, went to the Oscars after party. Can you tell me which celebrity got the most drunk? No. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I will tell you the dumbest thing I did. Okay. I had had dinner maybe like two months before with Danny McBride and um, and our friend Billy Crudup and uh, Zoe Kravitz was at the dinner and it was um, uh, Fassbender was there and I Zoe Kravitz is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen and she's so kind. And then I'm in the bathroom of the Madonna party and they have those like big, you know, the ones, the porta potties. Yes. And because it's a big party. And uh, I turn around and Zoe, when I had dinner with her, she had cut all of her hair off. Yes. And I turn around and I go, I see somebody who I think is Zoe Kravitz, so clearly I must have been drunk. And I was like, hey, how are you? Oh my God, you look amazing. Your hair is, it's so long. And the person is looking at me and it's like, she's being very sweet, but like also you're crazy. And I give her a hug and then I leave and I walk down and I was like, that wasn't Zoe Kravitz, that was Lisa Bonet. Her mom. Because Lisa Bonet is so beautiful yes. and so young and must have a portrait in her attic. Mm-hmm. And she's so gorgeous. I She looks just like Zoe. And so I'm the drunkest person at the Oscar party. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I know it. Oh, but yeah, you can see it, and they do look so much alike. Oh, beyond. Yeah, they really do. And we've no, we've never met Zoe. We've no, but met we've Lisa. seen Lisa and oh Jason Momoa, who is uh, her husband, who's on the cover of Entertainment Weekly as Aquaman. Yep. But they were both <laughs> they they do look exactly like they they look they really alike. Do. Yeah, they yeah. really do. Yeah. So anyway, but I like that she dished on that little story. They, and people always want to know, that's the new thing, who was the drunkest person at the party? Yeah. Didn't we hear it was James Corden was right. the drunkest at the and Met? And he said, I was just the most excited. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, Jennifer Lawrence whenever, I think that's a good uh, question. Well, it's a good way to talk about it is somehow make yourself, because Jennifer Lawrence said, or was it Miley Cyrus? One of them said they threw up uh, um, at Madonna's party outside in the lawn, that they were the drunkest person at Madonna's Oscar party. I feel party like that was you're... Miley, but I maybe it was Miley it was, Cyrus yeah. where she like threw up and yeah, outside, out, yeah, outside for yeah. the recycling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it. Okay, Carol Radzewell, which um, New York Housewives, New York Housewives, and last night I didn't get a chance to see the New York Housewives, but it was a, um, it's you know it's been pretty good this year because uh, we're seeing everything play out with Luann. And, uh, you know, the arrest, the arrest. And, and it's been interesting to watch Bethany get into her Puerto Rico, everything that she was kind of doing. It's kind of, I've, I've liked the season, mm-hmm. but there, of course, has been tension. Oh, there is. And Carol Radswell and Bethany, who used to be really quite good buddies. Yes, they were. Now, is this a thing with Bethany that she ends up fighting with everybody? I, I think would, so. Yeah, I would say that you would have some opinions. No, I, I totally do. Uh, yep. Okay, well, let's play this uh, about Carol's. 
trying to set the record straight about um, what happened with Bethany. Here's what, if you've been reading Carol's blog, you know that sometime between then and now, our favorite marathoner laced up her running shoes and sprinted out of that relationship. Carol, uh, fill us in with a round of set the record straight. Okay, Carol, in the Berkshires, how did you feel when Bethany said you two have very little in common? Um... Oh, right, because I cared all about my hair and myself. And your nails. And, and, and your my nails. nails my, yeah. I, know, I think she was talking about herself. Um, no even though you were having issues with Bethany, you never believed that she would call you a puppet. Why? Because she knows me, and she knows that I'm not. At Luann's Blunt Drive, why were you really upset when you found out that Bethany said you were acting sad? Well, two reasons. Because Bethany and I had talked about it and on text and stuff, and I got the text messages, and we and she knew I wasn't sad. Yes, it was a breakup, but I wasn't like you, you weren't know, sad home. about that. And also, I feel like that narrative is a very misogynistic narrative. Like you mm. know, boy and girl break up, and the girls like boohoo, sad and lonely, and the guys out like banging chicks. Yeah. It's not. I, I don't like it. I'm not giving energy to it. When Bethany texted you over the holidays to say she misses you and you're acting cold, you wrote back, "That's a lot." That well, is what did, why did you respond that way? I didn't respond that way. That is what Bethany said I responded. But it was, um, it, Bethany texted me, it must have been like 40 or 50 text messages. And, and I was trying to keep up, trying to keep up. And finally I said, Bethany, it's a lot for text message. Please, this is important. Let's talk when we get back to New York. We in see two those days. And I have the receipts. I learned this thing on Twitter. They say, yeah. oh, Carol brings yeah. the receipts. And I was like, what is that? What does that mean? And yeah. it means that I have the proof. Yes, yes you always we keep know the what proof. it means. Thank I, you very much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What 40 or 50 texts. I would have. Well, it just means it's Bethany was just incessantly typing, typing, yep, typing yep. away rather than like when it gets to that point, then pick up the phone and a- call. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Because this is always this will even be how fights can start with people with misunderstood lengthy texts mm-hmm. about something that needs to be explained and it never looks the same way in writing as it does if you're just having the conversation with somebody. I, I can't believe she let it go that long. Either can I, because... You I think know, she was on vacation, too. I think, can we just talk, this is important, can we talk when I get back to New York? And and really, the telling thing there, nor, nobody cares more about Bethany than Bethany. Yeah, um, yeah that's And true. you said, you know, why does it seem like Bethany always gets in these big fights? I think she's a very um, driven woman she's not she's naturally not a, warm no. she's not but a, that's she's why warm. she and carol always got along because carol is also quote unquote you'd say she isn't naturally warm in that way uh that, that a lot of other women judge women who are aggressive as lacking in right so you know but i think carol is is honest and i yeah, don't know i yeah. get it no and bethany, and, and bethany is like, later well but you know it hurt carol's feeling that bethany didn't ask her to do something in puerto rico when yep. she's been a, a a journalist and she was in um kuwait she did some reporting you know for abc where she was overseas mm-hmm. and you know did it's that. right up her alley it's right up her alley that's yeah. all i think that's right kind of where alley. it all goes i guess in last night's new york episode it was um bobby zarin's funeral yes it was, was part of it so and, i'll be curious to well see let me just tell you that bethany said i just had to be there so i just hired a private plane jet to take me there yeah and that a couple other <laughs> things that came out no i'm telling you yeah. I wrote you. leslie bibb 
is a huge Housewives fan. She's a huge Bravo Bravo fan. And so she was just kind of, tell me more, tell me more, tell mm-hmm. me more. And so she was talking about um, working with John Hamm on this tag movie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, John Hamm, something about John Hamm and something, something and, and uh, Carol Redswell says, is he single? And, and she said, yeah, yes. he's single. And she goes, yeah, that would be kind of fun. I'd, I'd have that bone yeah. or something. It was really kind of funny. Yeah, that's a large bone. Oh, well, yeah. that was because Leslie yeah. Bibb gave a housewife tagline for, for John that Hamm. That was it. That was it. Um, you know, I might she was be, really clever. I might be the ham, but you can have, you have the, the bone. bone. Yeah, <laughs> that was she the was tagline. really, really clever about that. I thought it was fun. And she said about Luann that rehab really humbled her. And that, We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Okay. All right, I do like this story that uh, Leah Thompson, I don't know why she's doing interviews right now. Is she in a movie or something? She must be in something. Um, well, she told um, Closer Weekly a story about all the right moves. Um, she said, the producers wanted me to show my boobs twice in the script. I didn't even audition because I didn't want to take my shirt off, but I got the part and I was like, okay. She said, Tom Cruise came to the rescue. He said he managed to talk them out of one of the nude scenes. And in the second, he said, well, if she has to be naked, I'll be naked, too. She said, I've always been grateful to him for standing up to the producers for me. I think that's cool. Didn't know that before. Yeah. And so, that's really cool. You know, that happened in 1983, just mm-hmm. FYI. He was a football player. Oh, yeah. I, that was. Yeah. That, yeah. I loved his movie. Uh, Leah Thompson is uh, going to be in a remake of Little Women. Oh, oh, that's why she's coming out in September. Yeah, Isn't right. she a Minnesota gal? Yes, yes. she is. And she's back to the oh, future, yes. too. She's yep. so cute. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for the Dirt Alert. Here. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we've got Elizabeth here. Hello, my loves. Hello. Bill Cosby gave a few your fireds today. He's fired his entire legal team. As he is preparing for his sentencing. He's going to be sentenced on September 25th, you guys. That'll be a big day when we find out what is Bill Cosby going to have to pay? How is he going to have to... He's uh, going to jail. He's going to go to jail. Yeah, absolutely. But how will he pay with his time? What's going to happen? He's 80 years old. He's facing the sentencing in September after um, he was convicted of three counts of aggravated indecent assault for drugging and molesting Andrea Constand mm-hmm. in his suburban Philadelphia home in January of 2004. He faces up to 10 years behind bars on each count. Yeah. Um, wow. So there's the guy... Tom Mesero, who got Michael Jackson off on child molestation charges, he was on the legal team. He got fired. Well, why does he need a legal uh, team what, now that he's already been I, that's convicted? What I'm well, I mean, he's still trying have to, to argue something in the sentencing hearing. But he's mad at him because he got convicted. convicted. So. He should be mad at himself for drugging and raping women. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree with and that. And doesn't Camille live separate? Uh, yeah, I would think since so. This, I read that somewhere today that she lives a separate life since this is all started. He did um, cycle through numerous lawyers before he That's settled on thought. the team that was part of his two th- June of 2016 prosecution. That was the trial that ended in the mistrial. Okay. And then it was retried and then he was convicted. Imagine how much money he's spending trying to get out of this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Just imagine. I know. How much do you think? Oh, 30 millions. Million? Yes. Millions so and far. millions. Yes. I mean, these legal Because he would fees. have the money at yes, his disposal. Yeah. If, you know. But now he's not getting any more syndication money or any residuals yeah. because yeah. that's all been canceled. That's probably think true. Oh, you don't have to cry for him. He's no, I'm thinking about everybody else. else. Yeah. I know, who could I use the think... paycheck. It's oh. a bummer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, let's talk about something more fun. Okay. Stella McCartney is going to sell replicas of Meghan Markle's ro- royal wedding reception dress. No, forty-six very or fifty-six. Exciting. There are only forty-six of yep. them, and it's the white halter dress that she wore to the reception. So it wasn't the dress that she wore to the no, actual that ceremony. Was Givenchy. That was Givenchy. And that dress was perfect in every single way. Stella McCartney will be selling an identical version at her new London store. I think the dress that she wore to the reception was absolutely fantastic. My sister's getting married we're going wedding dress shopping tomorrow and i'm going to suggest that she get this the only problem is there are only 46 23 in white 23 in black it's going to be part of stella mccartney's made with love capsule collection and the lookalikes will be priced at 3500 pounds each so that's about four thousand six hundred and fifty six dollars according to current exchange rates yeah oh my god it'll be available at her flagship uh in london clients will need to email 23oldbond.store at stellamccartney.com. I'm giving mm. you the email address. Oh, you know that thing And then you have to so receive oh, yeah. a personal invitation from McCartney in order to shop the gowns, which will be kept in an exclusive exhibition area within her boutique. Whoa. I guess. Fans who can't get one of these dresses might yeah, have a shot going on. They're uh, planning to extend the Made with Love capsule into a bridal collection in spring of 2019. Oh, please. That's already in the works at David Bridal. Remember when yeah. he, they would show on oh, Entertainment yeah. Tonight and they'd show how fast the they were, and they were already on. Yep. Yeah, so fast. And that's kind of a, you know, we've seen that. That reminded me of the dress, but with not as long of a bow that Nicole Kidman wore and read to the Oscars with, one yep. year. Yes. Yep. Very much so with yeah, the off pretty, to the side. Yep, and, and, the and Monique yeah. Lillier right. had kind had of a, a similar mm-hmm. dress to that too. Yeah. And we posted on our website today the Magical Girlfriend Tour of Duchess of Sussex <laughs> and Queen Elizabeth. In her lime green. I, but look at, they're coming off the little train. No one else has ever spent the night on the train with her. Except for Megan. It's a Magical Girlfriend Tour, it Elizabeth. It really is. And it, what's so funny is it looks like in these photos that Megan was placed in like a movie. Yes. Yes. It just looks like the Orient Express. Normal, like a girl, Megan, Mm -hmm. in this like old timey British movie with like men in silly little hats Mm -hmm. and women in hats too. Meghan Markle, uh, during her first royal engagement without Prince Harry, um, she proclaimed, He's the best husband ever. Yeah. He told well-wishers she's really enjoying mar- married life. She met locals in Chester alongside Queen Elizabeth. Oh. And um, there was a woman who said, how are you enjoying your new life? And she said, it's wonderful. I'm really enjoying it. And onlookers say that Megan really doesn't seem to be rushing through people. That she's just like, 
very warm and genuine and she's not like rushing. She's yeah. trying to just take her time oh, to get nice. to know people. Yeah. yeah. So they're having a really great time. Yeah. That, and is that in the getting back to her engagement dress itself? Is it, are they doing white and black? White and black. 23 white and 23 black. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be stunning in black. Yeah. And those little earrings that Megan is wearing in, with that Givenchy dress that she has on, the queen gave them to her. Oh gosh. They're, Many replicas of earrings she has. See? So she either had them made for her. It's really sweet. Or they took them out of the vault. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet you anything, Guy the Beagle has been showered with presents. <laughs> you That's Megan's rescue dog yeah, that the queen the has queen taken loves. liking to. Yeah. The queen yeah. really loves because uh-huh. the queen lost um, her beloved Corgi, the one that was 14. And she was so sad. Now, does she just have the one left? I think her I think there's I think just she just one. has one. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Kanye West is allowing Kim Kardashian to wear big sunglasses again. They're giant bug-eyed sunglasses. You know, like the... um, I love you. Gas station. Praise (laughs) the the Lord. Lord. Spoken like a preacher's daughter. (laughs) You know those sunglasses that you get at um, the gas station? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what these look like. Oh yeah, no, they're they're ter- like bug-eyed. They're not like the they're big, like the like kind glam, dirt like Audrey yes, yes, that yes, you yes. get at Holiday or whatever. They're not necessarily. They're calling it uh, '90s Daddy Cool. Oh please, that it's an on-trend and practical sunglass style. They're saying the '90s are happening in a big way, both on and off the runway. Mm. Guys, I don't know. I don't miss the '90s. Did you look at his ad oh. campaign? No, the oh. Yeezy ad oh, campaign. Been- Oh my gosh! It, no, that Elizabeth, was, you can't. The, it was no, unbelievable. It's called the Super Moon. First of all, so there's you know anorexic legs yeah, on display with the, the ugliest shoes she, I've ever horrendous seen. Horrendous shoes. Yeah, horrendous shoes. Oh now just, my good God Almighty! Uh, there's no. a lot of naked no people um, in these ads for Yeezy. So what are you? Are they just They're advertising the, ugly the shoes? They're the ugly tennies. Um, they look like a cross between like moon boots and something you would wear like in combat in the Middle East. Yeah, no, you know? they're like I mean, terrible. It's not like anything stylish. No, they aren't. No, I, I, we, but you know, we're not getting to Elizabeth. Okay, there's one. We're hmm. there. That's the Kim porn star lookalike who's had stuff injected in her butt, and it's all dimply like Kim's is. Is he selling butt cheeks? Because that's no, all I see tennies, there. tennies. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I know. No, but look at those butts. Okay, yeah. So those just... are two porn stars. Then look at that lady with her rump up in the air. She just has her bum in, in the, the air. air and her face upside on the down. Ground. Yeah, on the ground. And look at those great tennies. I mean. This is very strange. But do you see all the, what the adipose fat has done? Like adding fat to fat? Yeah. It's so bizarre. I don't (laughs) need to get any fat, any more fat injected into my butt. Mm -mm. Another one. I'm just telling you. I know. I just wanted Elizabeth to see this. (laughs) (laughs) Because why aren't any of the men naked? Of why would they be, Kanye, why do you make all your ladies look like dolls? And like doll versions of Kim. Yeah. It's like he's creating a naked Kim army. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a movie. I know. All right, we've got Kenny with the traffic, and we've got, oh, we've I've got a theory about people who have theories. <laughs> theory about people. Just tell them your theory, Lauren. All right, so um, I've just been informed, oh, Julia, this is a good one. So 
I always she says that every week. She does. I always, <laughs> you know, let us be the judge of that, Lorene, okay, right. darling, Lorene. Okay. Well, the only reason I thought this was great because you know conspiracy theories. I mean, people have them. They have them about all kinds of things. Sometimes people conspiracy theories are also their superstitions. Yeah, that they you know mm-hmm. make become their conspiracy theories. So I thought this was very interesting that this study came out from Lehigh University. And here's the headline of the study. Do you fall for conspiracy theories? Say yes, Lori, because you do. I do. Always. Studies find, study finds people who overestimate their own political knowledge are more likely to believe outlandish claims. Lori, this is so... It describes many people in Uh this country. Many people from the top to the bottom. Including the reader. Yeah, so so the study did... um, they studied 394 Americans and they conducted it before and after the 2016 election. And they asked people to rate how well they understood six different political policies. And we can probably guess what they were. Immigration, health care, you know, like that. Yeah, they picked okay. the big okay. ones, okay? Taxes, yeah, all right. Taxes and, and yeah. explain how they work to the okay. researchers. And um, so it's like, and some of the things, you know, Melania replaced by a body double was the moon landing fake. I mean, I'm not really like Jesse Ventura is a big conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have more of my theories evolve around like the PR spin of how something happens that so much of it is orchestrated, you know, that that is a very real thing. I'm not really a conspiracy thing. Like Roseanne is a big conspiracy person. That's what's gotten her. And that's kind of what they were Trying to get to the, so the moon landing fake was nine eleven uh, planted. Is right. there a deep state? You know this or that. Okay. That that's kind of what they were getting at. Those kinds of things. Okay, Not, extremes, extremes, and um, because those have all JFK was taken out by. Oh yes, that's conspiracy lives on today. Today, I mean that's oh, yeah. been one. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so what they found is that conspiracy theories about government officials and institutions they represent are widespread and are rooted in U.S. history across the political ideological spectrum. Totally believe it. Um, And so they just. okay. what did they find out? They just found out that the act of um, trying to explain a phenomenon reveals to people how little they actually understand about the policy. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) That's so good. I know, isn't it? Uh, Mm -hmm. So um, narcissism and self-esteem levels have a large impact on a person's belief in conspiracy theories. Um, People who rate highly on the narcissism scale and who had low self-esteem are more likely to be conspiracy believers. Mm-hmm. Um, no names. But <laughs> while low self-esteem, narcissism, and belief in conspiracies are strongly linked, it's not clear that one or a combination causes the other. Okay. And the three main reasons why people believe strongly in whatever their conspiracy theory is, right. um, the, the desire for understanding and certainty... It's a natural human desire to seek explanations. Okay. The desire for control and security. Because if you believe in a conspiracy theory, it gives people a sense of that, okay, I'm controlling 
and I'm secure in this. I don't have to worry about other things because I know this oh. is really happening. Okay. And then people who feel socially marginalized are more likely to believe in conspiracy theories, and then it gives them a sense of worth in that community. The deep state, the UFO, the sure. moon landing was fake. Yep. It gives you a built-in community. Wow. I know. Yeah, I get it. So yeah. kind of interesting that mm. this all comes out, you know, just recently by Lehigh University. Mm-hmm. And the headline, you know, was, do you fall for conspiracy theories? And really, they mean the big ones. Yeah. Right. Big ones. So, yeah, how about that? Mm-hmm. Overestimating your own knowledge mm-hmm. makes you more likely to believe in outlandish claims. Okay, now this is a very funny. Um, That's funny, Lori. It, yeah, I mean it's interesting that they yep. did it and they did it around. It's coming out, but anyway, okay. So here is another one for you. We really should be discussing this with more of a foodie person. Does any do any of us consider ourselves foodies? I like food. Okay, <laughs> I like food. Why <laughs> can't I be a foodie? Okay, yeah. do you think here is the theory uh, that food people would have is that it's impossible to ever forget a truly great meal that you had somewhere that was like truly astonishing meal? And I could translate for you: it's impossible to forget a truly great orgasm. Yes, that's that, true. Too. That would be your language. Well, a truly great meal. I've had. I don't know. I had one in San Juan that you um, still remember. That I still remember, and mm. we ate this. Um, I wish this. It was like a paella, but it was the islands paella thing. That yeah. was amazing. Okay, I have one from that. I have. Um, I have fond fond memories of um, the banana cream thing that we eat at Trin City's Grill. Yeah. Of the custard thing at Jones in the Park. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what so else. So you're proving the I theory mean, that... I I can think of... Here's, um, here's the research. Scientists believe that food and memory are far more closely associated than people believe. And this came out of the University of Southern California. The body's biggest nerve... Okay, that's called the vagus nerve. Is it your tongue? It, no, 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 oh. no that's nerve. Muscle. That's right. a muscle. I'm sorry, but that yeah. is your biggest muscle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the vagus nerve or vagus, V-A-G-U-S, is the link. It's the body's longest nerve, and it's the link between what scientists say are your two brains. Well, really, there are three. If you count the one in your groin, the one in your head, and the one in your gastrointestinal tract. Scientists, though, say that you have a brain in your GI tract. And it it helps explain why food has such a prominent place in people's memory. Mm -hmm. And it all goes back. I will say this is my one theory. That's not a conspiracy. It's a theory. Everything goes back to the caveman. This too goes back to the caveman days. Because it was critical to be able to return and remember where good hunting grounds were. Or there were fur- yes. it was good land so for planting survival. or finding berries or whatever. Yeah. When animals find a meal, find and eat a meal, the vagus nerve is activated, and your GI tract acts like a GPS, hmm. basically. And that's how people knew how to go back or stay or return to different places. Joya, I believe it. Yeah. So it's an advantageous. For animal or caveman to know where they had that amazing meal. And it stays with us today. 
That is why people can remember amazing details of favorite meals or a restaurant or a place that's special to you. Like you can envision it. It's something fungoa that I had or something. I can't remember what it was. That's (laughs) okay. But yeah, but you do remember. I totally believe this. You do. I totally believe this. And My mom's chocolate sauce. And the researchers say that they are worried about people who have bariatric uh, surgery that it could affect their memory. Just maybe for food because you're interrupting the... But people can remember an incredible amount of detail about like food that's special. Like Casey could describe to you in like amazing detail the hot chocolate at the uh, cafe. I can't think of what the name of it is in Paris. Right. And, you know, the he just like he remembers the color of the what the cups are in Mm -hmm. and that you get the other pot. I mean, he just like Mm -hmm. glows when he thinks about that pot of hot chocolate that's like pudding. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. When you taste amazing things. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the, or people can you remember. You like the coconut inc- cake, didn't you, at the, at the Holly Kalani? Yes. I had to go back yeah, to Honolulu. Yes. I was like, I have yeah. to go to the Holly Kalani for mm-hmm. my coconut cake. Mm. So they said that gut instinct is the GPS of early man. Mm. About and that? gut health is the GPS of today's man. I mean, everyone talks about gut health, gut health, gut health. You don't think so? Yes, and they talk about it in a bad way and try to get you to do a juice cleanse, which you absolutely do not need. Okay, I wasn't going to take it to a juice cleanse. Okay, but that is what it is about. I mean, honestly. People but they do to- say it affects your brain big time in all the studies. Well, now we health. know because of the, mm-hmm. the vagus nerve is running right through there. Uh, they say, scientists, that you have a heart in your stomach, a heart in your head, and a heart, I say, in your groin. Okay. Because people do think with that brain, too, sometimes. Sure. Three of hearts. Men and women. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uno, dos, tres. All right. All right. <laughs> Those were two good theories, Lorraine. Yeah, that they were. They were. I mean, the one, everything, though, I do the theory, though, that everything comes back to caveman and cavewoman, our behavior. It's so true. Well, it's unbelievable. Study after study (laughs) after study. study. All right, we'll be right back with our favorite headline. Everybody, never be the same. That's Camila Cabello. I like that song. I bet she just laughs at those Fifth Harmony girls. Oh, well, they don't. Are they still in business? I thought they they broke up. 
No, was, they broke up. Oh, they she did? Was, broke up. Yeah, they did. Oh, she was the that. she was the leader but of the pack. But they just broke up. Like oh, maybe yeah, okay. they tried to go out a few weeks ago, mm. and they just oh yeah bummer bummer. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they had a good run. They had mm. those couple of really great songs. Yeah, they did. They can always get back together and tour with a you know a group. Uh, sure. Whatever. Remember how they did the big performance where they knocked her back off? Yeah. The fifth one? Oh, yeah, that didn't go over so, well. No, that didn't. was not good. Nope, not Okay, good favorite at all. headline, it's uh, Megan, Duchess of Sussex, steps out with her first solo appearance on the Magical Girlfriend Tour with Queen Elizabeth. We love, just, I love it. Didn't you? Were you so happy to see that this morning? Oh, yes. They look like, so lovely. The Queen, I've never seen her that openly no. laughing. She's giggling. Giggling. I know. It's She's magical. It's so fun. <laughs> it it's fun. fun. Oh, gosh. All right. What other headlines we got? All right. Nick Cannon is uh, going to bring uh, a live version of his TV show, Wild and Out, to Target Center. That'll be on August 16th. That's an improv competition, kind of like Whose Line. Well, people well, want to go see I that? I don't know. Well, you know, apparently it launched Kevin Hart. When this was, yeah, no, I remember. The I've never TV. watched yeah. it. I remember Cat the TV Williams? show. I, I guess, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I've gone to see Who's Line on stage. That's true. Was it fun? Yeah, it was hysterical. How much are tickets starting at? Thirty-five dollars. Thank you. And they and go on sale this yeah. Friday, and they go up to one forty-nine. And and when does this show come? To August sixteenth. All right. Mm-hmm. August 16th. Okay. Have fun. Uh, what else do we have? Alicia Keys announces a music industry initiative for female advancement. Well, I think this is after. It's it's good. I'm glad she's doing this. But after the Grammys and the only people who got nominations were men and um, the only winners were men. And then the guy said, well, we can't help it that no women are good. The head of the Grammys. Um, This is called She is the Song. And she joined forces with a group of powerful female executives, songwriters, artists, engineers, producers to publish and reshape the industry. We all love by creating opportunities and a pipeline, a talent for women. So good for you, Alicia Keys. I I would say so. Rebel Wilson, wow, her Australian defamation payout was slashed significantly. Well, what, it went from three point five million in damages to four hundred fifty four hundred thousand yeah. dollars. And what happened is she sued Bauer, German publisher Bauer Media, um, it for a series of article in twenty fifteen claiming she lied about her age and the origin of her name mm-hmm, and her upbringing mm-hmm. in Sydney's. Bauer didn't appeal the verdict. Um, that the articles were defamatory, but they argued the Australian record damages awarded in September were excessive. So it looks like they won. Mm. Yes, they did. They They said it was too excessive. Yeah. So they won. All right. Mm -hmm. But didn't we find out she did lie about her age? She did. Yes, she did. Okay, that's what I thought. So this is why this has always been odd. Yeah. This would be fun if you're in London. You can get the full Jimi Hendrix experience inside his Bohemian London flat. What? Yeah, they've recreated it. Oh, he, like they did with there. the Rolling Stones yeah, on that one yes, exhibit. That's right. That's uh, he cool. was there from 68 to 69, and they recreated his bedroom based on photograph and recollections from visitors and his living girlfriend, Kathy Etchingham. It's he, exactly as we imagined it back wow. in the 60s. Handel you know, and at the pop culture, pop culture museum that used to be the rock experience music project they have um a room about kurt cobain and they've Mm -hmm. got a worm room about Jimi hendrix yeah and he was from the right and just fascinating stuff because he really you know he played with a lot of people but he really made it 
in London. That's mm-hmm. when everybody like went crazy for, for him. him. Yes. Yeah. And that's when he became worldwide. But yeah, he, that would be cool. Did you post yeah. this, Tony? I did. In case you yes. don't get I think to that would be cool. cool to look at, yeah. Uh, this is nice. Kenny Chesney will donate all songs for the Saints album proceeds to Virgin Islands Hurricane Relief. Well, this is brand new album. Yeah. And, you know, he has a home on St. John's and all the proceeds, I think, is cool. Um, he wants to rebuild. The yeah, US- I think his home is on St. Croix, actually. Well, it says St. John in the that's, story. That's wrong, but um, yeah, uh, those islands probably could use this money. Oh, absolutely. And people love buying, country people still buy the albums, the CDs or whatever. Right. We know he'll sell out. That's good. I'm glad they're doing that because I always think, what are they doing? How are they, you know, because I think there's still a lot, there's, we know there's a lot to still be done in oh, Puerto yeah. Rico. Yeah, well, the, sure. the, the rehearsal started today for Hamilton in Puerto Rico, and Lin-Manuel will go down and star as, as Hamilton. Yeah, and he all the money is going, yes. so people are, Yes, that's going to hopefully bring cash. Because yep. that's the one thing I've been learning from Bethany on the New York Housewives, like, I mean, there's so much of the island still without power. It's oh. incredible. Yeah. And finding out how many people really died. Really died yeah. oh, that was unbelievable. Gosh. Yeah, it really was. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. In the time remaining, what else do we have? Rachel Bloom basically just called Neil Patrick Harris a fart-sniffing narcissist. <laughs> well, she really, he he was a dink. He was shady, shady, shady every when, time. When I he tweeted, to research her. He, uh, yeah, this she, is about his tweet. About who is that funny lady in the hat who's... Doing yes. stuff at the Tonys. Yeah, saying like, you know, my God, a lot. Mm-hmm. It was very bitchy and shady. And she's known him, met him. Her husband wrote for How I Met Your Mother for five years. And she guest starred on his show, show, How yeah. I Met Your Mother. It was really bad. Yeah. So GQ went and asked her more about it. And she just said his version of a Twitter joke is where you can tell he's not a writer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right, Dr. Neri Oxman, she is still pretty much loved up with her billionaire hedge fund boyfriend, not Brad Pitt. The, why does Brad, people keep um, throwing that in our the, face? Neri Oxman is his perfect unicorn. What? I don't know. Yeah, that's so weird. Okay, that's a speaking weird of unicorns, you know yeah. how we saw those big floats in some of like our housewife shows and stuff in the Hamptons where you see people riding around oh, in big yeah. swans and, and swim, stuff? And the swimming they have a floats? unicorn one now. Yeah. There has, I saw them at the lake last Ooh. week, and I couldn't stop laughing at these big, huge floats. I mean, they look like They're so, so much so... more comfortable than the dumb ones that we used to have. I know, that where half our neck. body yeah. was in the water, water too. and it's sinking. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what took everyone so long to get they're in on inflatables? S- they're so funny. I know. S- they make you smile when you see them. <laughs> Just driving by, and I'm like, oh, I like But who that. blows them up? Oh, you got the pump. You the got pump, the pumps. Yeah. 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 You put them in your cigarette lighter in your car. Yeah. If you're a camper. Yeah. Or you charge them in a wall, you know, that kind of thing. one time I had to blow up like a ring. Oh. I thought I was going to fall over and oh, faint. Oh, I know, Lori. Trust <laughs> me. I mean, I was like, I'm feeling dizzy. They're hard. Somebody blow needs up. to help me. Someone help me. Um, our little, um, <laughs> the skyscraper climbing raccoon gets her own clothing line. Oh, that oh thing gosh. is still training yep. that NPR raccoon. I know. It's, it's amazing. And they're sending in art. Um, it's just that was really. People are I've never seen anything Frontier like that before. Is, is using it in an ad campaign. I mean, the little raccoon is just everybody's newest hero. <laughs> Did it have a name? Yeah, I'm I just called it NPR raccoon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh-huh. be back tomorrow.